Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Music of Life Church podcast. We're going to discuss the Mercy episode. If you haven't heard it, please give it a listen. We're going to break down the episode so you can help people who've been hurt by this topic. I'm Pastor Jonathan here with Pastor Joel. Great job, Pastor Joel. Thanks, Pastor Jonathan. That was a yeah, that was a fun topic. Yeah, man. What do you what are your initial thoughts? The more and more I understand mercy, the more and more I love it. I, I have such a positive emotion attached to this to this doctrine because I think it really shows the heart of Jehovah behind it when we mm-hmm. really understand not just what it is, but the purpose behind mercy. I think it really shows Jehovah's heart towards us and how much he cares. Yeah. One of the things I'm sitting here going is I kind of want to add, if there's a way to add more of this, how can I grow in this attribute in the episodes? I want to put that in there. So that was, that is amazingly helpful. Yeah, those two points right there at the end of the episode, that was pretty great. Yeah. Oh, that's that stuff's my jam. Like, okay, this ability sounds amazing. Now, I feel like when when we're really talking about having answers, it's being able to help people have have something practical that they can do that helps them grow in that ability. So I, I really like that. Like when we were talking about in, in a previous episode about uh, manifestational spiritual gifts, we talked about improv in the Music of Life Church podcast. Yeah, yeah. Being able to grow in those abilities to kind of set us up to be able to improv. Well, it's like this, but it was really great to have it be in um, What the Flock because it's the, it's the penny in any interaction where I can see how providing people with those steps in those episodes would really help people be able to apply it today and kind of help their descent in the whole from happening quicker. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're going to slow down the descent. I feel like teaching people mercy. Oh yeah, it does. And it is, it, it's, it's not easy but it is simple. It's just, it is simple to just slow down before I just immediately assume somebody's out to get me. That's awesome. Can you give us an overview of the strict and uh, loose side? Yeah, for this one, it's really clear. Some of the topics we've had, this can be kind of complex, but with mercy, it's really clear. The strict side is judgmental. Yeah. Like the way we, the way I would say, if you would just ask somebody on the street, what does it mean for somebody to be strict? I think they'd probably get to this, you know, judgmental, very rigid. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Yeah. And then the same with the, the loose side or the freedom side is just, let's not bring it up anymore. And you're, you're being mean when you do. You're the one who's wrong telling me where I'm wrong because you should just <laughs> be a Christian and show me mercy. Give me infinite mercy. Yeah. Because Jesus has paid for my sins. Why are you bringing this up? Yeah. You know what I, what I like in this episode is that mercy is really an ability that we can learn to develop. Yeah, it is. You know, I think that 
a lot of us start out with a with i mean all of us want mercy all of us want a certain level of mercy not that we give it but we all want a certain level of mercy which is why we talk about our intentions versus our behavior which is we're we're always focusing on our intentions being good but rarely do we give other people that same thing but one of the things that we've taught people to do is to in order to be good story hearers is to mirror this less negative emotion and help people heal is to think of a moment, think of a memory when you felt the way that they felt. Yeah, that's great. Or think of something that when this person did something wrong or you feel this injustice, did you do something like that? And how would you want someone to handle that? So, yeah, that's powerful. And that, that's something that I definitely learned from you. And there's people who have a greater ability of, of showing mercy, just more natural, but it is something we can learn. And I would say I, I'm proof of that. So was pastor Tater. Yeah. But it does really come to, we all want mercy. And I think one of the biggest things that that helped me show mercy more is recognizing, wait a minute, I want mercy. So it's fair. If I want to be a man of integrity, a man who's moral, a leader, I should I should show more mercy to the people that I'm trying to trying to help or to everybody in general. How is uh how how do you think forgiveness is different than the reset button? When we say the reset button, we're not saying forgive them. We're, we're not th- those aren't the same things, right? What's the difference between the reset button and forgiving someone? I'd say it comes down to how much we want to talk about what happened. Ah. The reset, reset button, button is like let's not talk about this anymore. Oh, that's or when, that, that's trying to forget, right? Right. When forgive in which is brain, we're, what we're actually asking for then is brain damage, right? We did that. We covered that in forgiveness episode 10 of season two. I think the, the loose side of that argument was forget, which was a version of the reset button, right? And we're, we really argued there is how is that damaging the church and hurting people? It's like, well, you're arguing for brain damage. Mm. there's got to be a way to let something go to let an injustice go without forgetting it because to forget it means to intentionally forget it. you're asking me to have brain damage anyways when forgiveness is done the right way there is a process that happens we've covered it at length if it happens between believers what we learned in this episode it would be it would be as a result of repentance having happened, Hmm. which we know that repentance, really the ultimate measure is going to be, you're happy the thing happened. You want to talk about it. Right, right, right. So forgiveness would result in you wanting to talk about it. Reset buttons, you're being mean for even bringing it up. Got it. Here's a question. There's going to be a judgment day, right, Pastor Joel? Yes. 
yet there's passages that say God's mercy endures forever. Yep. That seems contradictory because it sounds like he is, if, if God's mercy endures forever, I mean, why would That's there be a judgment mercy, day? Right? Yeah. yeah. And why doesn't it just say forgiveness? What the heck? Right. So judgment day, I like to see it as this right now. We're in this time period. We are under mercy until judgment day. There's different levels. It's systematic, right? So there's, there's times we're judged in areas or, you know, that God has been given ability to judge people or circumstances, but ultimately a universal judgment day will happen. You know, the judgment day. Yeah. The, the capital T capital J. Yeah. I like to see that as okay. We're starting from scratch. Everything will be equaled out. We covered this in salvation, right? Salvation and reward. There will be the book of life, salvation. There will be the books, reward. Everything will be equaled out. Then that's, then mercy endures forever again. So the verse is saying mercy endures forever doesn't mean there won't ever be judgment, but after that judgment day, mercy will endure forever, endure for eternity. And, and this is one of the other reasons why I love this doctrine. Because <laughs> it goes, it's it's often it's often taught and experienced in response to something bad happening. Yeah, for sure. But mercy also is at play when something good happens. So that's why earlier I talked about um, you know, when I'm under mercy when I do something wrong and you give me time to make up for it. That's mercy. When you love me and you give me time to give you something back, that's mercy. Mm. So that's why the definition technically isn't when the time period. Well, that's why I'm specific. When I say the definition, it's the time period between an unjust actor and injustice. I like to say injustice and the judgment. Well, judgment is just the exacting of justice, right? Uh And injustice means the balance, the scales aren't equal. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't imply a bad thing happened. It means something was either taken from you or something was given to you. If you owe, it's because if you're on the, on the wrong side of justice, you're on the negative side of justice. It's because either I stole from you or because I gave to you. And either way, there's an injustice there. So if I do something wrong against you, you showing me mercy would be you giving me time to make up for that. If I love you, if I give to you, me showing you mercy would be me giving you time and and ultimately if it's love not ever expecting anything in return would be giving you time to give back now what i love about this is that mercy without mercy eternity wouldn't be possible mm. because it would eventually run down because with now imagine a society where there's no mercy it means Every interaction 
where value is exchanged is immediately equaled out. I give you $20, immediately $20 is back in my pocket because God is just. And think of how, like, this is the mentality people think or people use to try to prove God doesn't exist because this isn't how society is. When something bad happens to you, it's not immediately equaled out. God doesn't exist. Like, no, hmm. that's a society that be you couldn't build anything because at the same time, not only does that work if if I do something wrong against you, it's immediately equaled out against me. But if I give you something, it's immediately given back to me. Even now, with love, the benefit of love and the benefit of you and me being different is I can give back more. I could take your, I could take your, the gift that you gave me that $20 and turn it into 80 and give you 40. Right. And we're both ahead. And we're, so now profitability is part of it, right? Yeah. So something that might be worth $20 to me could be worth 40 to you. So anyways, point being Eternity will run on love and mercy. We'll constantly be loving one. We'll constantly be out loving one another for eternity. And if mercy didn't exist, there would really only ever be one exchange. Every time there would be any exchange, it would immediately be equaled out. Even, 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 even. The justice scales would always be even. Hmm. You can't build that way. We need to keep. Because of profitability, because of uniqueness, we're able to consistently give more and more and more and more. And that's how eternity is going to keep getting better and better and better and better. That's amazing. So how does this concept of, you know, mercy and forgiveness and value, justice, loving, how does this not drive you nuts on a daily basis, how are you able to have conversations with people and not just constantly be thinking about how much justice you have either lost or accumulated in the filming of what the flock podcast and the music of life church podcast? How are you, how are you, how are you able to just, or do you just live your life or are you constantly sitting there like beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. I got this much justice. I got that much justice. Like I, I, I'm curious. I just, That's it's cool. love really for me. It's love. And part of the not expecting anything in return is the not expecting anything in return from the person to whom you gave. So I'd say it's love and faith. I have faith that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And when I love, really, I'm giving up control over when I get that value back. And it's really, it is giving up control. And I think, you know, somebody trying to constantly tally how much justice they have to the point it's a distraction mm. is the same as somebody constantly having their eyes on their bank account, looking at the physical. If it's a distraction, it's getting in the way of you loving and serving and helping people and, and living your best life with God's grace flowing through you. I think you need it's be, I would say the, the problem is you're still trying to control this thing. 
Hmm. So when is it a benefit for me to do that, to like think about justice or when do you personally think about justice or value or all these things that are being accumulated? Like, and it's not a distraction. When you understand the doctrine that you all named justice, forgiveness, mercy, love, reward, salvation, when you understand those doctrine and you live them out the way God wants us to, it comes with this ability. It's faith. It really is. It's Mm. just, I don't need to focus on all that stuff. It's a, it's a long-term mentality. I have like, I know if I do these things, it's going to accumulate value for me. Jesus lines out ways we can do this. And really me being able to give up control over thing is just an expression of my faith that I don't have to, I don't have Mm. to worry about looking at my spiritual bank account. Just keep doing those things. And honestly, when I'm out of the hole, I know I'm in the positive injustice basically because of how awesome my life is. Hmm. And it's like, even in response to bad things happening to me, I'm still living a joy, joy filled and healthy, happy life. Very cool. Okay. How about we hit the three categories of people related to self-esteem pastor joel all right the low self-esteem are the people that we feel sorry for these are the people who are paranoid and quick to judge and they're paranoid because they're quick to judge they don't want to be judged they judge other people so they're constantly on this on guard of people wanting to judge them too they don't know why and so how they, how they change that is by they themselves showing mercy to others. That's one of the ways we help people who are super skeptical of other people to the point of paranoia even is start showing mercy. It's, we don't try to explain to that person, you know, people really aren't out to get you. That doesn't help. What we do is help them with something they have control over. Be merciful. Start showing mercy to people. Mm-hmm. And then you'll, st- you'll start seeing how the paranoia starts going away. The mid-self-esteem are the people who are strong enough to recognize hiding who I really am is exhausting. Hiding the things I've done wrong isn't helping me get better. And if these people are going to judge me for being a bad person because of the wrong I do, I don't want to be around these people. And that takes a level of self-esteem in order to be able to walk out of a situation like that. Totally. And the high self-esteem people that we're impressed with are ones that focus on understanding a person. They show mercy. They're slow to judge. They're quick to understand because they know self-esteem again is this confidence in who God created me to be. When I have a high level of confidence in that area, I know that it's not because of the wrong things I do. In fact, my response to the wrong things I do and other people's response to the wrong things they do increases self-esteem. Mm. So I want to give people and myself the opportunity. I'm focused more on the response. So that would be the three levels of self-esteem in this context. Very cool. So we hit the definition of mercy right away in this. Episode. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Why was that? Well, I think it. we had to explain 
so much of this topic discussed this time period between the yeah between unjust and equaling out the yeah. only way we could explain strict side loose side or the limitation the freedom is by discussing this time period well what's this time period it's like so we yeah we had to we had to explain it up front in order for in order for us to unpack the rest of the episode so it gives a, it just get, gave us a, uh, a really great framework yeah, it did. to work from because regardless of people know the definition or not, they act according to it. Yes. Yes. Very cool. So then our ultimate answer was a beautifully poetic and efficient explanation that you defined as what, Pastor Joel? Yeah, it's a conjunctive delayed judgment. That's it. Nice and nice and efficient. Well, this has been cool. And I love the, again, the practical application that we had to help people grow in it. Yeah. Those are two mega bangers to help people who've been hurt by church be able to show mercy. That's amazing. So thank you so much, Pastor Joel. Thanks for teaching us. Yeah, thank you. This was amazing. I love, love working with you and discussing these topics with you. It's great. Awesome. And thank you all out there for listening. This has been the Music of Life Church podcast. If you have any questions or comments or you'd like to hear a certain topic, please let us know. We'll see you next time.